salutations everyone out there in the wonderful world of the internet and welcome to another fun film installment of the one sharp podcast where i'm talking about marvel anime video games games in general all for you and to bring out that information just for you and then some i'm back here with another um uh episode here regarding a character breakdown that i uh announced not too long ago and this isn't revolving like uh let's say he's kind of like dc superman but has a dr jekyll and mr hyde reference and he was very interesting when i started looking into him and really 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 kind of opened my eyes to what marvel can do with their characters uh, that person in particular is called, or what I'm, who I'm going to be talking about is the Sentry. Now, um, before I get into any details with the Sentry, of course I'll throw down just some simplistics with, uh, you know, who he is in his first appearance in the comic books. His first appearance was, of course, Sentry number one in the 2000s, uh, September 2000 actually. Um, and just to throw out his superpower powers, just off off the bat, it's, uh, of course he has um control over light he has uh flight super speed super strength uh invulnerability so just like superman in a sense um except what makes the sentry truly different from any other superhero with these type of uh, unique powers is he has killed um nothing has veered him off of that path only because of the the simplex that he has which i will be discussing with this character um with now with that being said let's just jump right into this um he um the sentry's actual name is robert reynolds he went off and got his powers by a uh, special serum that was made in a secret laboratory that he, somehow he got his hands on and by him uh drinking this special serum he uh then became well before becoming the sentry he first uh, dealt with the school bully that was messing with him since day one and uh, took care of that. Then he donned the um, the he donned the identity of uh, the Sentry, and by him doing that, he basically wanted to become a regular superhero. Now, the uh, introduction of the Sentry around this time, there wasn't a huge influx of superheroes. Um, but with the ones that were still around, he did as much as he could. And one in particular superhero he grown he had grown a full custom to is Spider Man. And within a year's time, figured out his identity and then basically uh had him as a role model. Um now with that, it we now go down into like his, his uh allies. Um he's done some work with the X Men. And became a really good friend of the Hulk, which only maybe a handful of people within the Marvel Universe was actually able to do. Uh, I know Spider-Man has, um, there might be a couple other people, a couple just random people within like uh, New York or Manhattan that has befriended the Hulk and actually helped him, of course, with his love interest within the comics, which her name escapes me at the moment, uh, it uh with the century it i guess it was particularly simple and easy to do because 
of their rough upbringing. Of course, with, you know, the Hulk having to deal with something similar to what the Sentry went through, it's safe to say that you can actually see these two as being really good friends. Um, uh, with that, he has also done some battling with Doctor Doom with pretty much everyone within the Marvel Universe that was base that's basically a superhero. Um, and he has defeated the General with the aid of the X Men. Now, I haven't really got a chance uh, got a good chance to really look into the General itself or him or herself. But um, I'm guessing from what I did look up, the general has done some pretty crazy things, whatever that may be. But that's something for me to dig deeper in. Um, within due time, the century was actually able to marry the love of his life, Lindy, and took a young scout as his sidekick. So the century has uh, friends, he has allies, he's been able to go and start a new life and live it as such but uh, like i said before with his his uh dealings with his new powers comes a dirks uh, a dark side uh if you will which uh, brings in the arrival of the void now the void basically is supposedly his counterpart from what i've read now you can correct me if i'm wrong but that's what i i, I was able to pick up um, the sentry er, has his, of course, his good side. He does good, whatever that is necessary. The void is basically the polar opposite. And I think that's the side that helps him diffuse the whole, I'm going to be good, I'm not going to kill, I'll just in incapacitate this villain. No, the void says, I'm going to kill whoever I see fit because that's what I do. And, uh... Now the void, his unique ability, his unique ability or his special trait is he feeds on people's greatest fears, and um, with the void's introduction around this time, uh, the void was then able to uh, put the Hulk on a rampage, and um, because the void is kind of in part with the Sentry, um, he almost killed his sidekick Scout within this and um the void somehow was have managed to kill at least one million people in manhattan now think about that with these unique powers and one million people in manhattan that the uh century or the void has dealt with it's um it's quite a unique task to do because i mean i mean with super speed and super strength yeah why not plus the ability to manipulate light you can make light beams that can just slice through people i mean with that type of unique ability and those powers i mean the the century can do quite a bit and then some but also with the fact that he has the void just kind of weighing him down and um basically messing with his mind or just messing with him in general just as this it just doesn't help and uh with that uh with the void being introduced and the century having to deal with this, he then deal he had uh, teamed up with Reed Richards and Doctor Strange to help concoct a uh, uh, kind of like a task or uh, something to help wipe the people's memories of the century. And with the century being highly inactive at this point, after the fact, 
uh, the void then just suddenly disappeared. Henceforth, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, with that soon happening, um, after a while, the Sentry's memory started to slowly come back. And um, basically, it just started going back on a rampage. Uh, of course, with the Void being of some influence around this. And uh, started murdering uh, many members of the She or superheroes of Europe. Now, with that particular side point, I... I still need to kind of find the list of who's in this uh, group because I've never really heard of the superheroes of Europe, but it seems like it's something I wouldn't mind looking into. I mean, the, the uh, European Spider-Man might be a part of this group and uh, many others, but I, once again, <laughs> need to dive into this this particular little side point and see exactly who's all in this group and what they can do. Um, just as soon as he uh, was forgotten, uh, with the activation of the Watchtower, and uh, the Watchtower, I believe, is a unique place of, uh, uh, I, I'm not honestly entirely sure. Um, I didn't really get full details with the Watchtower, but I, it did help in aiding in wiping out people, everyone's memories, yet again of the century uh but soon like before regained his memories and was uh put on the raft which this on the raft this i actually have information on um was the shield's high security prison um with him in there thinking that somehow he killed his wife now this is where things kind of go like they, they they take a random turn and uh things get a little interesting but also weird now, during his uh, time in the raft, um, there was a, uh, a malfunction or security breach where all the villains somehow found a way out of their cells and then started to have a mask, uh, uh, not mask, but mass uh, line of trying to escape the raft, which then the sentry where he was at came into the aid of the other superheroes and helped bring the, uh, all the villains that were trying to escape back and uh, put them back in their cells. But one in particular uh, villain, also known as Carnage, was the unfortunate one that had to deal with the Sentry's uh, true power, where uh, the Sentry basically ripped Carnage apart. Now, the fact that the Sentry, or not the Sentry, but the Symbiote, the Symbiote um, was with the Host, shows that, I mean... With the symbiote's power, was it, it wasn't enough to stop the sentry's to true strength from coming forth and ripping his host apart, thus making him hostless yet again. Um, once he he did that, he um, he basically just went back into his cell and um, or just kind of like laid low. And around this time, the Avengers basically wanted him to join their group, not only. To have him on the side, on on the side with them, but also keep tabs with him because they don't know how he's going to react. They don't know what he's going to do. So, um, with that, uh, after a while, the uh, Sentry apparently, I guess, got addicted to the serum, and he wanted more of the serum, which was uh, uh pretty bad. Which then he was talking to a psychiatrist and tried to uh, help alleviate these uh, urges. Um. 
but the psychiatrist just kind of dove deep into uh what happened and i guess the void once again once again came out and then um tried to do something malicious which then i guess um the void or uh the century then brought out the fact that he was bullied as a child which you know doesn't help with this um i guess well within the watchtower uh the century had visited numerous number of times when he got out of the raft to check and see if the void was still there now the void basically knew something that the century didn't know um and was just perplexed with what this was but also with his um unnatural uh urge to get the serum he uh then went to the secret laboratory to try and get more which then dr strange warned him that you should not go to this this uh facility under any circumstances but he still went anyway and when he got to a point to where he was able to get his hands on the serum he then woke up and realized he was in a straitjacket in a insane asylum and was going in he was basically going insane when he come to find out that um if i recall right because this is where it gets weird and i kind of lost me a bit he was married to uh his wife but then found out because he thought he killed her finds out that she wasn't dead to begin with and um that all this these other things were just all in his head and after a while the the void basically told him if i'm loose if i get free again i'm going to go and kill many 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 more people and with the century having that looming over him he then just took the void and threw him straight into the sun which thusly with what i just said uh he proclaimed to the century the century then came back to earth and uh joined the avengers and from since then i guess the century has just basically just been who he is um this super this superhero complex which um i've read his many other feats where he went up against um um the hulk coming back from the uh, planet that he was on that the uh illuminati or basically you know the uh the group where they had um doctor strange iron man professor xavier black panther uh namor and i believe there's one other one that i can't think of which i think is hank pym um they threw him on this planet and he came back and the century actually went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the hulk um probably just trying to stop him and basically you know talk some sense into him but the century in particular with what i've read or what i've looked into to research this particular character he can do quite a bit um if they were ever to take the century with superman i could see him holding his own for a bit seeing that he can do so much but with his other little flaws of course with the void which currently at the moment is gone um i haven't gotten too deeply within if the void ever comes back but um just you know for for uh kicks and giggles i'm just gonna go back and actually see exactly if the void is still around or if the void is truly gone and um the sentry's just basically just been doing his thing and just keeping uh some type of uh um safe calm around people and uh it's i mean like i said overall this character was done really well and i like the fact that he has you know he had a, a troubled beginning he took a serum he knew what he could do became that person but then had to deal with this dark force that was uh, looming basically all around him 
and having to then thusly deal with that problem uh almost unheard of in certain cases but with him he found a way but for how long you know unless you read the comics if you know the century like the back of your hand you're probably not going to know as much as the next person but you know that's where it lies in comics if you read the comics and trying to figure out exactly what happened with this particular character you can then kind of figure out for yourself exactly that yes this person is actually uh unique he's different he uh has powers but he has to deal with these powers kind of like with every other person within the marvel universe that has dealt with you know certain uh problematic situations within within their life and um having to deal with other little you know dark vices that um kind of make or break who this character really is um but yeah overall with me looking up all this stuff with the century uh it's really cool i mean i haven't really got a chance to really read in any century comics but i will just to kind of see exactly uh how he is as a person or just what he does and you know how how as a superhero does he rank up with the others because uh you know you can stop a building from falling but can you save the people within it you know type of thing um so yeah uh with that being said that is my uh character breakdown on the century um i'm gonna try and get these other two reviews done or not reviews but uh these character breakdowns um that i've been working on for a little bit and i hope to get those out to you soon and but until then um uh, I will say this before I sign off. Uh, I have noticed a lot of people have been listening to my uh, podcast, and I'm really thankful and grateful that to everyone that has been listening. And I thank you all for uh, appreciating the, the bit that I can do. Um, I've had, I did have my doubts starting this, but the fact that, you know, I see that people are uh, enjoying it or at least, you know, uh, feeling like, you know, this is something different and I want to kind of give it a try. Uh, I thank you all for uh, listening to what I have to say. I mean, I could be talking about, you know, uh, how to tie a fisherman's knot or something. But um, for the people that know me, I don't fish and I don't know how to tie certain knots like that. Um, but yeah, in general, I think every each and every one of everyone who has listened, who has uh, uh, hopefully I open your mind to certain characters that you've never thought you would hear about or. Uh, certain reviews that kind of help you uh, gain a different outlook on certain things or help you choose if you wanted uh, to uh, check out a certain thing and just kind of see where it, it takes you or, you know, look into a Marvel movie that you were kind of questioning and you uh, basically just, you know, went with it and went, this is actually really cool. And I like the fact that, uh, you know, this this particular podcast it was actually able to help me out with my decision uh so just to wrap things up uh thank you for listening um i hope to uh get my next show out sooner than later uh i was at c2e2 uh throughout the well for saturday for the weekend had a fantastic time so uh time to you know hit that uh dusty road back up and get on with these uh podcast shows for everyone um so this is uh one sharp podcast this is nick wrapping things up uh hope you all had a good time uh so i'm gonna grab my cape 
uh, push down on my dark side. I'm just going to go ahead and fly on off into the wild sunset. Till then, everyone, Excelsior.